0: Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. They call me Q the Boss. Today, we're talking about a very special topic. Very, very special topic today. Today is inflation, the silent killer. See, a lot of the things we talk about on this platform is things that should be spoken on, but a lot of people, they ignore these conversations because they don't like to hear the truth. So we're on multiple platforms today. We're on Facebook and we're on TikTok today. So what we need from you guys is to actually engage a lot today. We're really talking about something that I feel like should be spoken on more. In my community, I don't think most people really understand how serious inflation is. You know what I'm saying? For me, I understand it and I get it. So this is why I'm, I say, you know what, let's talk about it. Am I a scholar at economics? No. Do I understand money? Yes. So what I'm gonna do is teach it to my best of my ability. So don't judge me, work with me guys, and we're gonna have a great conversation today talking about this thing called inflation, the silent killer. So let's start with the definition of inflation. What is inflation? Inflation is the rate of increase in the prices Over a given period of time, inflation is typically a broad measure, such as the overall increase of prices or increase of a cost of living in a country. So right now, we're at our highest economical peak when it comes to inflation. We are at our highest moment, right? The cost of living has gone up so much to the point where most people don't even understand what it is. So you simply look at a, a loaf of bread or a bottle of water. I remember when I used to be able to go to the store and literally buy a bag of chips, two cakes and a juice for a dollar, you know. And that was simple, you know, but the times have changed so much. And again, this word inflation is the cause of it. But most people, again, will not speak on the term inflation. Listen, inflation is like really not understanding. Most people don't see that the cost of living is outweighing the actual salaries. So now you see that people still have salaries that are generation, generationally behind, right? But inflation has surpassed the cost of living to the point where most people don't understand that you need more than one income in a home to provide. I remember at one point, dad could go to work and you'll know, no, this is not my generation. This might be my mother's generation. The father can go to work and literally afford to stay at home and pay for the family to, and, and have one income. And it worked. But now in 2022, those days are long gone, you know, and it's getting worse. And, it's, and it's, a, it's a worldwide thing. It's all across the board. You know, one thing about COVID, it definitely sped up the process. You know, it sped up the process for a lot of people because now things that cost less before COVID, you know, now has increased. So that money has to be made up. So inflation is the cause of why the money has to be made up. So let's just say post-COVID, you know, average guy, look at it, look at the employment. Employment is decreasing. The reason being is because a lot of the companies don't have the money. Look at the stock market. You know, it's basically uh, balancing out with the inflation. You know, there are so many stocks right now that are basically on sale for the long term. In this moment, no. But in the long term, definitely. Because the fact of the matter is, people are pulling out their money because you could have been a millionaire before COVID. And now there's people that's not even millionaires anymore because the value of money has declined. The money doesn't cost the same. What you could buy with $10,000 10 years ago, you cannot do it anymore. And that's the issue, right? U.S. inflation at new 40-year highs as prices increase and spread. See, for me, that's new because I'm not even 40 years old. So I've never seen this before. This is a phenomenon for me. This is extremely new. So for me, I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? I go into a store. I remember at one point, you can go into a supermarket, buy $100 worth of groceries. You got a couple bags. Now you'd be lucky if you have one bag or two bags. You know, $100 is nothing in the supermarket anymore. And then you have people who don't understand that you're going to have to pool the money. are going to have to work together. I will say this on my platform, and I want to give them a big shout out. Hispanic culture definitely understand how to work in these markets. The way they're working together is why they're able to beat the system. Financial, financial oppression is real. Economical oppression is real. And a lot of people don't understand economically they're oppressed. Because they're not taught the facets of life that they need to know. They don't understand the realities of life. So when you suppress a mind, you have a person, don't, they don't, when they don't understand economics, they tend to do foolish things. Most people don't respect money. And why, why do I say that? It's because of the fact that the way people spend money, because they think that they're making back the money. Let me show you something real quick. If I have $20, right? I spend this $20, right? I go to work, I make another $20. That $20 is not the same $20. So some people feel like even though I spent the money, in reality, I made the money back, so therefore it's the same money. It is not the same money because you had to lose more time, which is your most valuable commodity, and your asset, and yourself is the money, the the time. So by understanding that I lost the $20, I did not make back the $20. That $20 is no longer here. And that's the reality. But so many people think that as long as I go make back the money, therefore that is the same money. That is not the same money. Let's get that straight. Every time you waste money, you're literally pushing yourself back in the rat race. Further and further and further and further and further. Consumer prices soared 9.1% compared to with the years earlier. See, this is what's going on right now. And so many people are wasting so much money on frivolous things and they can't afford it. Sometimes we try to keep up with the Joneses. People tell me, oh, but Q, you bought this and you bought that. I'm like, we may not be in the same financial realm. So something that might cost, to, uh, that might set you back economically, I may be able to buy easier. And someone bigger than me could even buy it even easier. There are levels to life. And knowing when you are financially is where you have to, have to uh, be honest with yourself. A lot of people aren't honest with themselves economically. Would you agree with that statement? Most people aren't economically honest with themselves. They lie a lot. And the reason why they lie to themselves is because they want themselves to believe they're in an the economical position that they're really not. And as long as you keep telling yourself that you're somewhere you're not, you're going to always believe that you are. Most people wake up every day and celebrate failure. When I say celebrate failure, meaning they take trips, they waste their money, they, they feel like they don't feel secure unless they're spending money. They don't feel established unless they're spending money. Which is crazy, because the whole concept of money is to buy back your freedom. But yet, and still, we're wasting our money as if we're going to always have the money. As long as you continuously waste money, you're going to never have money. Unless you inherited a great situation. If you don't respect money, money won't respect you. Most people don't get respect for money because they don't respect money. So therefore, money won't respect them. The way they spend money. I'm going to tell you something. The other day, a guy called me cheap. He said, yo, you mad cheap. Watch this. I want you to hear this. He said, yo, you mad cheap. You know what I said? I'm cheap because I don't want to be you when I'm your age. You know, I hurt his feelings a little bit, but I had to tell him. I said, I'm cheap because I don't want to be you. If I'm this age and you're 10 years my senior and I see what you've done with yourself, why would I do the same thing and think I'm going to be in a better situation? I said, the reason why I am cheap because I don't want to be you when I get to your age It's not an insult, it's called truth. See, when you talk to people, you have to be able to tell the truth. Most people won't want to hear the truth because they are very insecure with reality. Let me say that one more time. One of the guys I was having a conversation with, he said to me, he's about 10 years older than me. He said, yo, you mad cheap. And I said, I'm cheap because I don't want to be you when I'm your age. See, the whole concept of life is being able to look through other people's lenses and see where they are in life. So therefore, you don't have to meet that same fate. Most people meet the same fate because they don't think they, they think they're special. They think they're exempt from life rules. They think that life is not going to happen if they make the same poor choices. This is why they lose, because they think they're special. No one is special. If you waste your money and I waste my money, we both make 20000 and we blow all our money. Guess what? We both broke. That's reality. And this is inflation. Like, you think that the same money, if you, I remember at one point when you told somebody you made $100,000, it was such a big deal. It was such a big deal. Now it's not because of the cost of living. As the cost of living goes up, so does everything else. Let me break down a a house analogy. Here's the logic. I remember years ago, one of my older guys, I met him about 15 years ago. 15 years ago, he bought a house, his mortgage was $2,000, right? $2,000, 15 years ago. This guy said to me the other day, he said, damn. He said, I remember 15 years ago, he was like, man, my mortgage is mad high, it's $2,000 a month. Fast forward, if you tell somebody you have a mortgage, at $2,000, you are every bit of winning. See, this is the whole concept of buying real estate and purchasing and acquiring assets and holding onto homes. Why is that? Because your house doesn't move with the cost of living. Your house stays the same. Your taxes definitely go up. Your taxes go up. But... Your cost of living, which is your home, stays the same. So again, if I buy a house at $2,500 today, tomorrow is going to be $2,500. The next mortgage payment, $2,500. As long as you do not refinance and take any money out of your house, your house mortgage will remain the same. Your house mortgage will remain the same. But the problem is people don't understand this term called inflation. When you don't understand inflation, you make poor choices. And when you make poor choices, you ultimately don't see that you're losing because of your decision making. So many people don't understand money. See, the whole. You, you don't have to have a PhD or an MBA in finance to understand money. You understand? You have to respect it. And when you respect money, you make good choices. Let's run these likes up, run these likes up, run these likes up, run these likes up. If you love the content, let's run these likes up, guys. We going in today about this word called inflation. Inflation is killing so many people right now. So many people aren't financially secure because they don't understand the word fl- inflation. They, think, they genuinely think so. Can I get a home equity loan with, a little, with, with too little income? See, the problem is this. The interest rates are so high with purchasing this house that you might not qualify. It depends. Right now, the interest rate is over seven. And they said we might have another hike before the year's out. They said the interest rate right now currently on on real estate is seven. Seven something? Seven point something? Seven point something right now. So that's the issue. See, most people that should have monetized when when the market fell, when the market was down to 2%. People that refinanced when the market was 2%, put it like this. Let's say you bought a house For $500,000 with 2%, with a 2% interest, you're talking about your mortgage being about $3,700. Now, buying that same $500,000 house with a 7.9 interest rate, you're talking about almost a $6,000 mortgage. Remember, two to seven. It's a big difference. This is the issue. Right now, the cost of living is extreme, and then so many people are wasting money thinking they're living their best life, but in reality, they're living their worst life. And the reason why I say they live in their worst life is because surviving and winning is two different things. People need to understand there's a big difference. Surviving and winning is, a, is, is two different things. And let me say this on record and I want everybody to hear this. I used to have something called survivor's remorse. Anybody know what that is? Survivor's remorse? You know, survivor's remorse is when you come from bottom and you, and, and you are somebody, let's say I was kidnapped. And I was kidnapped with a bunch of people, right? And I was the only one that got away, right? Sometimes you regret or you feel bad because of the people that didn't make it. Get this. There's something called, sometimes I feel like I suffer for something called survivor's remorse. When you make it out of poverty and bad situations and you did well, you tend to look at life and feel bad about the people that didn't make it. Because sometimes you see yourself as like, man, am I an exception to the rule? What made me so special? But then you look at people that you genuinely care for and you try to help them, you have a remorse or, or, or empathy or sympathy for the fact that they didn't get to the levels that they could or they should have. So sometimes you have remorse. It's called survivor's, survivor's remorse. And sometimes I truly believe that I suffer from it because I, I, I feel bad. Sometimes I feel like I wish I could go help so many more people. But here's the problem. People think it's help is by just giving you money. I'm giving free knowledge, but they don't see that as helping. They see it as, oh, you got to give me money. And when you're not giving money, you're not really helping. And this is our mentality. So many people only see the money aspect. During COVID, they gave out, what, trillions of dollars. And yet and still people blew it. On the Mary jeans, Nikes, clothes, shoes, um, Tulum vacations, uh, uh, Miami, which is called the Yams vacations, uh, Cali vacations, Atlanta vacations. I've seen more people travel during COVID than I've ever seen in in, in my whole existence of life. I've never seen so many people traveling since in, during COVID. We're in a pandemic, quote unquote, and people were able to travel because they were using that free money to travel or opposed to using that free money to set themselves up. I didn't qualify for COVID money. I didn't qualify for a stimulus check. I didn't qualify for any of those things. But yet and still, I saw the people that did and the ones that wasted it and the ones that were smart. I got a homeboy named Kinsey, and he put that in the bank like he ain't never got it. He acted like it never came, which was smart. Why? Because of the fact that he thought about tomorrow. So sometimes guys like him will be called cheap. And they'll be called cheap because of the fact that they think about tomorrow. The ones that lack to plan about tomorrow is the ones that will ultimately lose. Planning for your tomorrow is how you get ahead of your tomorrow. Most people are behind in a race because they're still living in past moments economically. They haven't transitioned to anything that's of a significance to put them in a better position. They haven't transitioned and they don't want to transition because they're so content with being who they are, they don't see that they're the ones that's making the poor choices. Listen, a pair of sneakers don't make you rich. A fancy car does not resemble wealth. A vacation only means you paid to go somewhere. That is not a symbol of wealth. You understand? Let's have these conversations. We're talking about deeds and keys, keys to homes and deeds to to assets. That's the difference, deeds and keys. That's the logic. If I took a pair of keys, Anybody got a key? Give me a key. Anybody? Oh, yeah, that's a lot. I like that one. He's a janitor. If I took these keys, right, and let's say these keys open up houses that I own, and if I put it on my shoulder, you know how they put the stack of money on their shoulder in pictures? People don't care. But if I took my keys and put a stack of uh, keys on my shoulder, people going to look at it like, man, oh, my God, that's nothing. But they don't realize that those are assets that I acquired. My real keys is actually in that pocket. Let me get my real keys. My real keys is actually in the pocket. And I'm a guy that own a few few homes. And I own a few homes because of my mentality. My mentality presents me or uh, allows me to own, this is my keys. You know, I own a few homes. You know, and, and I'm able to own homes because I changed my mentality. See, your mentality is a reflection of the way you think, so therefore your results is the way you think. Most people think weird. And I'm going to say why they think weird. They think weird because they're in competition with people they can be learning from. I'm going to tell you something. If your last name ain't Buffett, Bezos, Jobs, or or, 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 or Musk, I'm going to be honest with you. We ain't in competition. I'm chasing those guys. I'm not chasing the average Joes. I'm not chasing the people that I can touch their shoulder. I'm chasing the people that are in a financial realm that is so secure that they have something called generational wealth. Those are the people I'm chasing. I'm not chasing the everyday people. You understand? So when you look at these people that, that are sitting right next to you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, come on. I'm not chasing you. I don't see you as competition. No disrespect or no insult. My mentality is a little bit different. Some people like houses. Some people like homes. Some people like buildings. I like high-rises. I like high-rises. That's my mentality. And I don't think it's an arrogant thing. Everyone has a perception about arrogance. They say, this person or that person is arrogant. I say, that person is not arrogant. That's how they perceive or that's how they see and envision themselves. When you envision yourself to a bigger level, people will ultimately always think that you're arrogant. That's a problem. Your insecurities are a reflection of the way you speak, right? So when a person talks about success, why do people get inferior or insecure to a a positive conversation? We're talking about economics. I remember when we were younger, we were talking about people's business. We've gotten to grown-up ages, and we're still talking about people's business. I don't care about people's business. You'll never sit here. My guys that's in here right now that run this podcast, they'll tell you me. I don't sit down and engage in people's conversations about what's their misery of their flaws and their pains. I don't get a kick out of that. If you're getting a kick out of hearing people's misery, there's something wrong with you. When you don't see what's going on in real life. Right now, you have 63% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck, including nearly half of the six-figure earners. Let me say that one more time. 63% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, including nearly half of the six-figure earners. Let's say that again. What is six figures? Let me ask you, what is six figures? What is six figures? Tell me. Somebody give me me the figure. What is a six-figure? What is six figures? We always hear this. I'm gonna show you how to bag you a six figure, right? What a six figure guy. You know what I'm saying, what are six figures? I'm waiting for somebody to answer this question. What is six figures? Nobody knows what six figures is. I hear it all the time. Anything over 100K a year after taxes. Talk that talk, Mr. Kinsey. Six is 100. It's a 999,000. You're right. Bao, you're 100% right. Six zeros, 100%. I'm saying six figures is nothing in California. And, and let's, let's have this conversation. Most people are losing to inflation is because of the fact that the truth of the matter is you have so many people not working together. This is why inflation is eating them up. And they don't even see it. You have men against the women, women against men, and they don't even understand right now you need each other more than ever. Right now, you need each other more than ever. Let me give a round of applause to anybody in this, on this platform or that's listening to this podcast today, right, that truly believe that men need women and women need men. And, you know, we need each other. And, I, and men need men and women need women. Let me say that right. Women need men and men need men. We all need each other. Anybody that agree, let me get a round of applause. Let me get a thumbs-up emoji. Let me get a thumbs-up emoji. I've seen so many people in competition right now, in the hardest economical times right now, arguing and debating with each other over economics. It's sad. And the reason why I say it's sad is because of the fact that people genuinely don't understand that unification and unity is how you you, you basically navigate these oceans. We're in an economical crisis right now, but yet and still, people are still trying to fight against each other. That's crazy. I don't... My ladies, one of my my ladies here right now, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm not in competition with you. I'm not inferior to a woman that earns. I think that is very attractive. I think a woman that earns is beautiful. But I love a person. I'm very secure myself. And men, if you are secure, please raise your hands. To my men that are very secure, raise your hands. If you're secure, you're not uncomfortable with a woman. See, some guys date women because of the fact that they feel like they can control it. That's why they date them. They go blatantly after people they can control. I think it's weird. So if we got off the slave plantation and still be on, a, you want your woman on a slave plantation still? So you basically telling your woman that she's only a good woman if she submits her and, and you can control her, not submit. The word should be le- leader. Leaders. But my leaders, stand up. If you're good at leading and the woman agrees with you and she follows you, then you've done something right. But the woman will never fall or allow a man to lead her if she doesn't deem you worthy. So economically, that's one thing, but also the consistency factor. Tons of people aren't consistent, but yet still want to be leaders. That's not going to ever happen. A woman will never allow a man to lead when she don't deem him worthy to be led by. I don't see him worthy of leading me. And it's not that she's combative. It's not that she's argumentative. It's that you haven't done things in your life which she views, and I say she, because that's an individual thing. She views you as worthy of being led by. She sees you as a good leader. When a woman sees that, then she'll follow. But until then, a woman won't follow you. So the guys that's having problems with talking about the woman will not let me lead is because, brother, she does not see you as a leader. Let's say that again. To all the men that's having problems complaining about the submissive women and how the women don't want the man to lead, I hate to say this to you, brother, but she doesn't see you as a leader. And that's why she won't let you lead. A woman will never follow someone she doesn't deem worthy to be a leader. She won't. That's the truth. In the moment when y'all, inter- y'all, y- y- y'all having intimacy, her mind is gone. But when she comes back to reality, it's not happening, buddy. So don't think sex is going to control a woman. That's not going to happen, guys. But what I'm trying to get at is this word inflation. You know, we're in a world right now where so many people are not understanding the realities of their economy. They don't understand. Look at gas prices. For those who got hit with gas prices and tired of the gas prices raised their hand. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. I remember me and my boys, we can get $5 and fill up a tank and ride around all day. And, you know, I'm telling my age a little bit. You know, I'm telling my age just a little bit. I used to be able to ride around on a tank of gas. Me and my boys, there'd be five of us in the car. Everybody put a dollar in, and we could ride all day. Why? Because that was the cost then. Now, $5 can't get you from here to five blocks down your road. Five block, $5 ain't going to do nothing for you. that's inflation. I'll give you another term. Look at who remembers going to the store with a dollar and literally coming out with a bag of snacks? Raise your hand. Now you go in the store with a dollar, you can't even get a Snicker. That's inflation. The house that you used to, that used to be on your block, I used to sell for $220,000, today currently it's going for $550,000, $600,000. That's inflation. Everything goes up with time. But by locking in and understanding your finances, is how you set the next generation up. Most of us aren't setting up the next generation to the magnitude of what we think we are. You know, I want everyone on this live to be honest today, right? And my guys in the studio with me today, be honest. Raise your hand if you have a life insurance policy. Raise your hand. Don't lie. Don't lie. Raise your hand if you got a life insurance policy. Raise your hand. Let's see who's going to lie. If you don't, write, write no. Being honest. Raise your hand if you got a life insurance policy. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. I'm seeing four or five. I see five people. I see no, no. For those who don't, DM me on Instagram. We're going to get you a life insurance policy. DM me. We're going to set that up. Anybody on my live today, DM me on my Instagram. We're going to set you up with a life insurance policy. I'm going to help you get the cheapest life insurance policy because you're going to get something. And you're going to leave your family something behind when you go. Let's do that. Whoever whoever in agreement with me, let me get a a hands-up emoji. We talk about all this street and nonsense, but let's talk about something positive. Let's talk about setting people up with a life insurance policy. You got $22 policies, $25 policies a month. Do me a favor. Take out your calculator real quick. Let's Let's do $25 times 12. 25 times 12. You're talking $300 for the year. $300 for the year to protect your children's future. To protect your children's future. That is a pair of Jordans. That is a pair of Jordans. So for those, again, who don't have life insurance policies, DM me on Instagram at cuteballs 516 We're going to work this out. We're going to get you a great policy that's very cheap, and you make sure that you can keep paying your little $20 a month. At the end of the day, at least your children have something. Yo, you need that DM me on Instagram right now. Yo, listen, my whole goal, guys, don't even understand. I'm trying to change the culture. I'm not trying to fight the system. I'm trying to help the system with our system. You know, when I say the culture, I'm not talking about black and white. Because what, the, what, what a lot of blacks don't understand is there's a lot of white people that don't have the financial literacy. They don't understand economics. They weren't taught it. We take the elite people and we make that the totality of the world. That's not reality. Most people are struggling, whether black, white, or anything else in between. It's the truth. Believe it or not, we may talk about the Asians in America who are doing really well, but there's a tons of Asians in Asia that's not doing well. Do you understand that? We talk about the Europeans here that are doing well, but there's tons of Europeans that are struggling. We talk about the Indians in America that are doing well, but there are tons of Indians in India who are doing horrible. Horrible. And that's the realities. So let's stop making this totality the standard. Oh, if a person talks proper English, they talk white. But they talk like they have some education. Let's change these narratives. There's a lot of narratives that's being pushed that don't make any sense to me. There's proper English, and there's some people speak broken English. They don't. They speak to the education level. It's just the truth. You know, so we have to change a lot of these narratives. Again, for those who don't have a life insurance policy, please DM me on Instagram. Also, anybody that subscribed to my Instagram, I'm adding you all to a WhatsApp group. The WhatsApp group is a mindset group. It's all my guys in the group, a lot of heavy hitters in the group that understand economics and teach money. You can ask questions. I'm engaged in this group also. It's a WhatsApp group. We're always talking. We always, you can hit me up anytime. I'm trying to change the narrative. I'm making myself a vessel. But those who are going against me, God bless you. I pray for you. But at the end of the day, with the power of God, we're going to change the culture. You know, I'm going to do it one day at a time, laying a brick at a time. I'm not going to sit here and cry about what the world is. I want to be the example of what I want to see. No, no catch. There's no reason to catch. What do I'm get out of it? Your life insurance policy don't make me no money. Did you understand that? You signing up for a life insurance policy makes me no money. Nothing. I don't make any money for you. Ask yourself. He said, no catch. Ask yourself, when have I ever came on this platform and said, hey, guys, send me some money. When? I'm going to ask all my people that follow me regularly, when have I ever asked y'all for money? I'm going to wait. Any, anybody that follows me regularly, who, who knows? Do I ever asked for money? Never. Somebody said never. Somebody need to write, it, write never with the capital emojis. Write it with the capital emojis. The letters rather. rather. Never. So what I'm trying to get at is, there's no catch. There's never going to be a catch me. I'm going to be straight up. You know, leading me away from TikTok to your house, dog. I don't want to go over there, man. That's weird. He's talking weird. Go to my house. Let's meet that account. That's weird. You know, but we, we have a mentality where you always have the trolls. The trolls always try to find reasons to make problems. You know, and this is the distractions. Anytime there's something positive, you're going to always have people who are literally going to always try to find flaws in trying to block out the message. The whole reason for me creating, right, the don't let that go over your head movement is because I'm trying to make sure that people don't miss the message. The message is a mentality. When you miss out on a mentality, you get poor results. Poor people have poor results. People that lose losing life have losing results because of the way they think. Poor people think poor, therefore they do poor things. Ultimately adding more to their poorness. That's how people are. You have people who waste tons of money but think that they're going to be successful. You know, let me say this again. Most broke people are broke because of the way they think. Most poor people are poor because of the way they think. When you understand a bum, a poor, a poor person, and, and also a person that don't have anything, is a mentality. People talk about a bum. A bum is a mindset. That's why most people don't have anything because their mentality thinks wrong. Some people pre-celebrate success when they haven't even reached success. You would meet a guy who don't have anything but yet still have on a Louis Vuitton belt, Gucci sneakers, and a Prada belt. But yet still live in the middle of the projects. So when you really look at that, who's the problem there? It's his mentality. His mentality believes that as long as I look successful, therefore I am successful. But that's not reality. You look successful, but you aren't successful. It's the truth. You can falsify your life till you're blue in the face, but at the end of the day, you're going to ultimately still have the same results of what you are. You are a reflection of your decisions. Right? Most people don't understand that you are a true testimony to all your decisions. You choose to waste your time having bad conversations. You choose to engage in negativity. You choose those things. But then there's no accountability. Right? Most people are broke because they waste their money. And I'm going to say that again. Most people are broke because they waste their money. The money that they do have, they waste. Here's the difference between a broke person and a successful person. A successful person says, hey, I'm going to find more money to invest. A broke person says, I'm going to go work overtime, save the money, and then go spend it on a vacation, ultimately coming back to zero again. That's what a broke mind would do, right? The broke mind will literally go on vacation after saving six to eight months of money to go on his trip, blow the money, then come back to start all over again. Listen, DM me on Instagram. You DM me on Instagram, I'm going to add you to the WhatsApp group. DM me, I want to be added to the group, and I'm going to add you. Can i please get in your WhatsApp team. Already have two life insurance policies. It doesn't matter. Anybody that want to be in the WhatsApp group, just DM me, and I definitely will send, I'll definitely add you to the group. Let's see. So, um, I Miss New Jersey, definitely. Just DM me, Miss New Jersey. DM me right now, and then I'm going to just add you guys. I, that's the only way I can get your contact. You know, DM me on Instagram. And I can add you. You don't got to use it. Once you write it, I'm going to check my, I'm gonna check my, my, my whole, um, everything. And the person that just says, I want to be added to the WhatsApp group, i add you to the WhatsApp group. The WhatsApp group is a mindset group. We're talking about nothing but productivity, positivity, and elevating. And the whole concept is you are the company you keep and you are the conversations you engage in. Most people will fail because they don't consider themselves having enough of these conversations. They don't. And that's why they lose. You're going to lose if you know you're know you not changing your, your mentality. You're going to lose if you're not putting yourself around people who are actually doing positive and constructive things. Look at the logic. You want to be a construction worker, but you're hanging out with a florist. What is that person teaching you about being a construction worker? Let me say that one more time. You want to be a construction worker, but you're hanging out with a florist. That don't make no sense. The florist will never show you how to be a construction worker. You want to be a millionaire, but you're hanging out with guys that are broke. You know, the the concept of life is show me your friends, i tell you who you are. Birds of a feather flock together. You are the company you keep. That's the reality. See, we need to learn how to respect money. And as long as we don't respect money, we're going to ultimately keep losing. That's the whole mindset of life. Understand you have to respect money. I got a young guy that comes to my shop. Love him to death. Very intelligent young man. Three to four years ago, he came to me. Said to me, "Um, yo, I wanna, I wanna buy a house." So, I said, "That's what's up. What do you, how are you gonna do it?" He said, "You know, Q, I feel like I could do this. I could do that." He listened to me. I gave him a plan. Him and his woman got together. They bought a house. They live in the basement of the house. He pays about four fifty to six hundred dollars a month in total bills. Between a couple, you're talking about three hundred dollars. And money is going to something called equity, equity. Equity, equity, equity. Every month, there's a payment being made that's going into his equity. So him and his girl living in the basement, but yet and still, his house is being paid for. This kid is in a very positive situation. Some people be like, but he live in the basement. Yeah, he lives in a basement, but he's saving. Guess for what? He's saving for his second property now. He bought a multifamily. He moved into the basement. And now him and the woman are living in the basement and they're saving to buy their second property. Ultimately, to rent the basement out, that whole house to cover everything. He can rent that basement out. When he leaves, he can rent that basement out for about, let's say, eighteen dollars to $2,000, right? $1,800. So that means he'll be making $1,200. So when he leaves, he'll be making $1,200, and then he'll be, pay- he'll be paying towards his new house. And then he'll do the same thing. The whole concept is finding the formula, rinse, recycle, and repeat it all the way to success. But well, i hit my DM. Anybody wants to learn this process, I can teach you. It's not that complex. It sounds harder than what it is. You know, when you're taught failure, right, it's a culture. Take this. It's this word called failure, right? And I got to say this. That is a mentality of teaching. People teach you how to fail. And then they do the same thing. It fascinates me that so many people waste so much money yet and still believing that they're going to be successful Waste the money. It will never make sense. In order to get to the next level, you have to make the right choices. You have to make the right sacrifices. Otherwise, you're going to still be at the same level. It takes an amazing person. I just want to ask a story. You have a guy. Let's just say I'm a security guard. Let's say I'm 20 years old. I come on a job. The guy that's working a job before me is 40. That means he is 20 years older than me. For the next 20 years, I do the same exact thing he did. He partied. He wastes money. He bought nice clothes. He's traveled the world. He spent, 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 spent. In 20 years, who am I? In 20 years, who am I? In 20 years, I am every bit of that 40-year-old man that was 20 years older than me because I followed him all the way to the same level he's at. That's how amazing it is. When you think that you're the exception of the rule, then you're a fool. Let me say that again. When you think that you're the exception to the rule, then you're a fool. The rule is the rule. There will be exceptions to the rule, but for you to take dice and roll it on your life, you are crazy. They say, do not pass go, do not collect $200. And that's not how you want to play. This is not the game of life, and this is not Monopoly. We're talking about real life. If you roll dice on your life, you might lose. You might lose horribly because you're making poor choices. You know what I'm saying? I I, I also say... Young people can learn from mother's mistakes. They should. But the problem is they don't think, they, they think they're exempt. You can make those decisions. That's him. That's her. That will never be me. That's crazy. I remember when I was younger, you know, my mother used to say stuff like, uh, what's done in a dark shall show in the light? And I was being intimate behind closed doors. And sure enough, what happened? I had a baby very young. Thinking that you, you exempt. You think you're a superhero. You think you're too strong. It could never happen to you. If you continue to waste your money, you're going to always be in a bad economical situation. And that's the realities of life. Understanding, respecting money, and let people call you cheap. Because the people that will call you cheap will be the people that's not in a better position than you in five years. Let me say that one more time. The people that tend to call, listen, the people that always call people cheap, when you fast forward five years from now, Look at the position you're in and look at the position they are. I want to tell you this story real quick. Started from scratch. I want you to take the story. Got a good friend of mine, right? He called my phone. He said, yo, I got to move out of my house. I had my house for 11 years. I said, okay, no problem. I'm going to come over. I'm going to check it out. This is a story time, guys. I said, no problem. I'm going to come over and I'm going to you know, get you rolling. In my mind... I'm like, you had 11 years of living in a squatter house. He was living in a squatter house for 11 years. 11 years. So it's seven adults living in his house. Mine is seven adults. I say, you know what? I'm going to come over there right now, and I'm going to come sit with you, and I'm going to help you out. I go to the house. I sit with the seven adults. While I'm sitting with the seven adults, no one wants to tell me how much money they could put towards buying a new house or buying the house, period. No one's in foreclosure. The old landlord left them the house. They end up getting 11 years out of the house for free. No mortgage, no rent. No mortgage, no rent. 11 years. After they leave, I mean, after I asked them all, yo, how much do you have to put? No one wants to tell me. So finally, I take out a piece of paper, and I give everyone a pen. I said, write your name, and write the amount that you can contribute towards buying this new house. They said, okay. I took all seven pieces of paper, and I tallied up the numbers. Let's go around on this live real quick. How much do you think they said they have? Out of 11 years of saving or not working, not paying, I mean, not paying no rent, no bills, how much do you think these people have? I'm asking everybody on my live, everybody right now. How much do you think they have? 11 years. 11 years of no mortgage, no rent. Someone said 500. Someone said 2,000. Someone said zero. Someone said 5,000. Someone said 500. Someone said nothing. Someone said zero. Someone said zero. I'm going to show you something. After 11 years of not living, paying rent or mortgage, totally, seven adults. The youngest adult is 32 to 35, right? The youngest adult. These people have $5,200. They got your calculator. I want to show you something. $5,200, right? Take $5,200 and divide that by seven. $5,200 divided by seven is $742. It had a piece, $742 a piece. Let's go into some numbers. We're going to talk some more, right? I'm going to show you something. $5,000, right, times eleven, is $55,000. That would have gave them more than enough money to literally save that. That's if each one of them would have saved $700 a year, they would have $55,000. See, most people don't have money because they don't respect the money. And this is what I'm trying to tell you. People are broke because of what they do with their money. That's why they're broke. They waste money. Right? Let's go any further. Right? I'm sitting here looking at these. Every one of them have jobs. All seven have jobs. They had nothing to show after 11 years of living for free. 11 years. And now guess what you're going to do? You're going to blame somebody but yourself when you made the poor choices. And this is the issue I have with the culture. Tons of people waste their money, they waste their resources, and they don't respect money. And then they cry about life. Just because you have enough to buy a Birkin bag don't mean you should buy a Birkin bag. Just because you have enough money to buy a Benz. See, the problem with buying those expensive cars that people don't talk about, and I'm going to talk about it today, is what about the maintenance? That's the conversation that goes over a lot of people's head. Those luxury cars are very expensive when it comes to maintenance. People don't look at it that way. They look at it as, as long as I look rich, therefore I'm rich. But that's not reality. You're wasting your money. You're wasting your time. And the whole concept of money is, if I save my money, ultimately I'll be in a better position than someone that did it. Right? You have, a, let's say, let me just use this Spanish couple. You have a Spanish couple. They could make 60000 between the two of them. But in the year's time, they have more money saved than two six-figure earners. That's crazy because they respect money. They're bringing food to work. They're making sacrifices. They understand inflation. This is why they're able to change their lives, because they think in long-term. When you have the average person who thinks in the moment, they live in the moment so much to the point they don't realize that they're losing because they only live in the moment. Let's change this moment thinking, this mentality, this mindset, and understand that you are the way you think. The way you think is your results. If you think there's going to be an easy way through life, you're going to ultimately keep doing what's easy, never getting to nowhere in life because you think there's an easy way coming. Most people that think life is going to, I'm going to figure out the easy way to success are the ones who are looking for a cheat code. And I hate to say this, continue to look. You're never going to find it. Ever. There is no such thing as cheating success. You're going to have to put in that work. When you look at the mindset, you see that to make $100,000, only 4 to 6%, of people in America do that, 4 to 6%. So how do you think you're going to get to the millionaire status and you haven't even broke the $100,000 status because it takes a mentality and a mindset to get to the $100,000 status, right? So it's going to take an extreme different level of mentality to get to the $1,000,000 status in the relationships. As you be around better people that's making more money, notice it gets easier to become more successful. Success is mirrored based on the circumference of people you're around, right? Notice, millionaires only hang out with millionaires for a reason because they understand in order to keep my my juices flowing, I gotta be around like minded people. And that's the problem. Tons of us think that we're gonna win and and cheat life by hanging around people that's not helping us get to the next levels. It's never gonna happen. As long as you think like that, you're gonna continue to see the results. As a man thinketh, so is he. As a woman thinketh, so is she. So the way you think is the way your results is. Understand that this thing called inflation is generationally killing our culture. We don't see it because we're not putting the next generation ahead. We're allowing them to stay at poor results. All you're doing is hitting reset and allow your children to go fight with no shield and no sword in the middle of a battlefield. It's called the economical battlefield. You're sending your children out there with no shield, no sword, and you expect them to defend themselves. It's never going to happen. Understand that. Change the way you think. If your first name is Thomas and my first name is Quentin, stop worrying about your first name and start worrying about your last name. Understand the power is in the last name. That's how you start something called generational wealth, by working as a unit and understand that we're, we're one and we're together as, as one. This is my first time here, but dude, you preach and I appreciate you so much. Listen, millionaires hang out with millionaires. Billionaires hang out with billionaires. This is true. And now millionaires, we're trying to figure out how to get next to the billionaires. That's the reality. And the concept of life is understanding that the way you start is not the way you have to finish. But in order to change you, you got to be willing to change you. No one can change you but you. And that's the realities of life. Let me say this before I get out of here, guys. If God is my father, that makes everyone on his life my spiritual brother and my spiritual sister, right? So why would a father bless me if I hurt my brother or if I hurt my sisters? So my sisters, I love you. My brothers, I love you. And I want you guys to know Till next time, we ain't letting nothing go over our head. We're going to keep pushing it and changing the motive and uh, change the narrative. And I'm saying? Yes, the fog gets oh, let me give you all my, my contacts, my contact information. Anybody that want to keep up with the podcast. The podcast go live every Sunday, anywhere from one to two o'clock. But if, if you want to catch it live, but if you want to catch up with old content, go on Spotify and type in don't let that go over your head podcast. Right? Don't let that go over your head podcast. That's on Spotify. Or you can click the link in my bio and it'll take you right to it. Secondly, for those who need to who want to stay in contact, and want to get in contact with me. DM me on Instagram qdaboss 516 I also do personal consulting you can book a session in my 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 link tree you know DM me Q-D-A-B-O-S-S 516 is the same as my TikTok for those who love my content I want you to know I love you I appreciate you I value you until next time you know what we gonna do we ain't gonna let nothing go over our head